Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Our gospel lesson comes from John chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers, Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, and that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now blind, but now I see. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Today, five Sundays after Easter, Jesus issues us an invitation. Abide in me as I abide in you. Abide in me. Last week, we had the imagery of Jesus as the good shepherd, tending to his flock, knowing and calling each of us by name, assuring that nobody is lost, and caring deeply and profoundly for us. Our role is to know how to follow the Good Shepherd and to tune out all those other voices and leaders who may be competing for our attention. Well, today we have another image for Jesus. Jesus is the true vine. God is the vine grower. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. And we are called to bear fruit. What doesn't bear fruit, Jesus prunes. 
Now, this is in John's Gospel, and the Gospel of John loves a good metaphor. The core message is the same whether Jesus is a shepherd or the vine. Jesus is our source, our truth, our life, the way. John says Jesus is the bread of life, the light of the world. And when we follow Jesus, when we abide in Jesus, bask in his light, nourish ourselves on the message and teaching and love of Jesus, we will bear fruit. We will exhibit love. Abide in me as I abide in you, he says. Abide in me. Jesus, here in John's Gospel, is giving part of his farewell discourse a conversation with his disciples in preparation for his death and resurrection. And he's saying, I'm not going to be with you forever on this earth, but I will be with you in a deep and an abiding way. Do not fear, for I am not leaving you alone. And I've chosen you to be bearers of my kingdom here on earth. Here is what you need to know and feel and live so that you can be the image of God in the world in my name. And his invitation in this discourse is abide, 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 and then bear fruit. What an invitation. If you're anything like me, you want to shout, yes, yes, I will RSVP to this great abiding party so that we can know the kind of joy and peace that passes all understanding. This is our invitation this fifth Sunday of Easter from our Savior who is now risen from the dead who in two weeks will ascend to heaven, and the week after that on Pentecost will send the gift of the Holy Spirit to abide with us always. Our invitation is to abide, to trust in Jesus, the true vine, to love one another, and to bear fruit that will last. I don't know about you, but it's a, an invitation I desperately need. I need to say yes to abiding. Yes, I will love my neighbor, Yes, I will even love my enemy and the stranger. Yes, I will bear fruit that lasts. What is that fruit? Paul tells us in Galatians that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If those things don't last, then I don't know what will. We desperately want that peace and joy that Jesus promises, to love God, ourselves, and others in the world fiercely and radically. How do we do that? The question is, how do we abide? We want to do it. We know we need to do it. And I think there is so little abiding in our lives, mine included. We're looking at screens all the time, now more than ever. You are watching me right now on a screen. And while I'm abundantly grateful for the gift of that technology during the pandemic and moving forward so that we can connect, I have noticed that in addition to that Zoom fatigue that we have from needed meetings, I also think I'm mindlessly scrolling through my phone more than I ever have before. That lack of a regular daily routine, which is coming back and good. But a year of that, the lack of daily human connection outside our household is meant that I've tried to search for it on social media or email or random blogs in ways that fill up my mind with things that aren't necessary. The fact, friends, that you are here watching worship, engaging, means that you want to be Jesus to be the leader and the source and the nourishment and the light. 
but it's a hard journey. It's one that takes a lifetime, the journey of faith. We're all on it together. And there's so many other things that are easy to tap into as our source, whether that's our own ego, a desire for money or things, news sources or politicians, you name it. And not all of these are bad in and of themselves. And some of these are part of living a whole and well-informed life, but they can't be our ultimate source, our reason for being and loving. They can't be our vine. So how do we abide when there are so many other entities competing to be our true source, our light, our nourishment? John Wesley, who was the founder of Methodism, taught us about what he calls the means of grace. Means of grace. These are the ways God promises to meet us and where we can intentionally meet God. And I think intentionally practice abiding with Jesus. So what are these means of grace? Well, they are both inward practices and outward practices for us to encounter God regularly. As John Wesley said, there is no social, there is no holiness without social holiness. Abiding is prayer, absolutely, but it is also action. In John Wesley's theology, the two are inextricably linked. You know this, loving others helps us love Jesus better, and loving Jesus helps us love others better. Wesley calls these two parts of the means of grace works of piety and works of mercy. I'm going to share now some of the means of grace that Wesley talked about. Not necessarily so that you take fervent notes or we'll do every single one of them this week, but to offer a range of ways to abide in Jesus in hopes that some of them resonate with you, challenge you, inspire you, so that on our journey of faith, all of us are adding practices that keep drawing us near to Jesus, striving for a balance of inward and outward so that we bear fruit in the world. And as you listen, I invite you to prayerfully discern today and over this week, what practices you may add, a practice of a work of piety, that inward work, uh, or a work of mercy, that outward work. Can you add two of these in, in the coming weeks? So works of piety is our first category, and Wesley divides these up into individual and communal practices. So those individual practices of piety are reading, meditating, and studying the scriptures, prayer, fasting, regularly attending worship, healthy living, sharing our faith with others. And then the communal practices around works of piety are regularly sharing in the sacraments, Christian conferencing, Bible study, accountability to one another. And then he talks about works of mercy. So there are individual practices like doing good works, visiting the sick, visiting those in prison, feeding the hungry, giving generously to the needs of others. And then there are also communal practices that are part of works of mercy, seeking justice, ending oppression and discrimination, addressing the needs of those who are poor. So pray about one work of piety, one work of mercy you can focus on in the coming weeks, see how they can bear fruit. If you have questions about some of these or would like to talk more about how maybe you can do those tangibly, I'd be more than happy to do that. So we're all on this journey together. Let us seek friends to abide in Jesus, to abide in love, 
as Jesus abides in God. Let us examine what our actions and sources and voices that we're surrounding ourselves are leading us to. And when necessary, let us recalibrate towards the means of grace. Let us help and strengthen one another on this journey, knowing that God has grace for us in it all. And let us truly bear fruit in the world so that we are conduits of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All the while hearing the voice of Jesus break in and say, abide, dear one, my chosen one, abide. Abide in me, abide in love. May it be so. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.